The following material contains adult language and mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Danger, Will Robinson. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Midweek edition. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining me again on the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. Hope you are all well. I am, of course, your host, Craig Bobby. And for the next 30 minutes or so, we will continue our chat about the topics and happenings in the world of pinball. Occasionally, we'll have a guest along for the ride, and hopefully, we'll have a little fun along the way. So if that sounds fun to you, well, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Well, I'm very excited to introduce to you my guest this week, Joel Engelberth, who is the personable, humble, thoughtful, and chatty host of Just Another Pinball Podcast and Just Another Pinball Stream, which can both be heard and seen weekly on the Pinball Network. Joel and I had been talking for a while on collaborating on something, and I thought because it was the end of the year, we could talk and discuss about some of the streams we've enjoyed on Twitch in the past 12 months as well as some of the games we've played and what we're looking forward to in 2021. So without further delay, I present to you Joel Engelberth in part one of Just Another Pinball Chat. Well, hey, Joel, Happy New Year, and thanks so much for joining me today on the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. This is fantastic. Well, I know you and I have been chatting back and forth about the possibility of doing a show one day, so I'm thrilled that we were able to find some time over the holidays here and uh, and have a chat one on one and and chat about 2020, the the year that has uh, that has now passed, and uh, maybe chat a little bit about 2021 and and what's to come this year as well. What what's been your in terms of the pinball world, what's been your biggest surprise or uh, favorite thing that's that's emerged in in 2020? Uh, that's kind of tough. I, I would say, I mean, on a personal level, I uh, just getting involved in all this, you know, getting involved in podcasting and streaming has absolutely been my favorite part of, of pinball in 2021. Um, but if, if I was to look past that, I mean... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would say, you know, my favorite machine personally would probably be turtles and my favorite event would probably have been pin clash. So, uh, there's been a lot, there's been a lot of good things in, in pinball with 2021 for sure. Yeah. It's been kind of ironic, isn't it? Considering all of the horrible things that have happened in the world outside of, uh, of pinball, how many pretty amazing things have happened in the hobby, uh, this past year. Let's talk a little bit about 
maybe your some of your streaming um, versus your podcasting. So you've got just another pinball stream and just another pinball podcast. Which one do you enjoy doing more, the stream or the podcast? I would definitely say the stream. The stream is, uh, and and really, it, it comes down to the immediate feedback, the immediate conversation. The the podcast is a ton of fun, but at at the end of the day, it's it's just me sitting here by myself talking into a microphone, and then. You know, what's awesome is later seeing the Facebook messages or the emails or the pin side, you know, post of, of people saying, you know, giving that sort of response or asking questions, you know, that that kind of two way dialogue. You have to you have to wait for that. Um, and, and it may you may not get any responses or emails, but, but with the stream, just that, it, you know, to me, I feel like Wednesday nights, I stream every Wednesday night. And, um, that's like my social hangout. That's like my, the thing I look forward to all week to basically hang out with my friends and, and to see people consistently show up every Wednesday and hop in and, and just that banter, that back and forth, even though I'm just reading, you know, what they're typing, it's not actually like an audio, um, conversation, but, but that type of, of joking around and, and, and communication back and forth is, is amazing. I absolutely love it. Well, and, and I've been on your stream a few times and it's a, and it's a ton of fun and you, and you do a fantastic job of getting that conversation going and getting, you know, participation of the, of the viewers in the chat room, which is, which is, you know, sometimes a tough thing to do. Uh, Cause oftentimes what I've noticed on these streams is that people get so focused on, on the, the gameplay that, um, that sometimes the chat stream kind of falls off a little bit. And uh, I've noticed you do a, a fantastic job of sort of facilitating just sort of general banter and, and, and some good times on that, uh, on that chat. When you, when you started out doing your podcasting, was it the goal to always do both? Or did you decide at one point you were going to do a podcast and then you, and then you thought, Hey, maybe I'll try the streaming. What, what was your objective there with, uh, with both of these things? No, I, I had no intention of, of streaming and, and to kind of make a comment to what you said earlier, the, the way you keep a conversation going is you just never get to a point in a pinball machine where you have to focus. So you just, if you stick to not accomplishing anything, you know, then it's really easy to just keep flipping the flippers. But there's been a handful of times, you know, if I get deeper into a game or in a wizard mode or something where I do shut up and kind of stop looking at the chat because I actually want to, you know, accomplish that goal. But normally I'm, I mean, I'm just trying my best to keep, you know, the focus on both. But what I will say though, with, with the podcast was, the, was the first thing that was my first um, thing that I dove into. And the reason being is because Zach and Dennis on the pinball show kind of had that open end, you know, Hey, if, if, if you want to submit a podcast, um, we'll, we'll go for it. You know, we'll give it a shot. We'll take a listen. And, um, yeah, I don't know what exactly prompted me to record that first one, but I'm, I'm really glad I did. And, uh, I really just sat down and dove in and, you know, I was trying to think of, you know, it's like, I got to think of a name. What, what do I want to do? And, and I was trying to keep it really casual. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, this is just another pinball podcast. It's nothing nothing fancy. And then that's when I realized down the road, it's like, well, I can work with that and do just another pinball stream, just another pinball show, you know, and kind of just keep joking around with that, you know, concept. But the podcast was first and luckily that was received well. And, uh, and then streaming followed later. Which, of course, is a more technical and um, more involved call it endeavor or or pastime um certainly 
as I said uh, previously, I th- I think the streaming part of the hobby it's a larger dollar investment. Uh, your your technical knowledge has to be has to be higher. So it's no easy thing to do to do one, let alone to try and do both. You know, and as and as you see out there, there aren't a lot of people who are doing both a podcast and a stream. Um, so that's quite something. It's uh, and I think you do a great job at uh, at both of them. I appreciate that. Yeah. Which which one do you do? Uh, do you like doing better? Uh, the stream. The stream is definitely what I like better of the two. Yeah, just because of the feedback and whatnot. But um, like to do a podcast was. It was just like, I'm going to do a podcast. And I happen to have a, a decent microphone from, from I do software support from a living. So I'm, I kind of talk through my computer on a, on a microphone and headphones every day. Um, so it's like, all right, I basically just pulled up Audacity and hit record. Like there was no investment or time or commitment or anything to do a podcast, but streaming was uh, drastically different. It was, it, there were so many steps along the way of how to get into that. Uh, my biggest, the shout out that I would give would be George at, at, don't panic flip. He has that discord is an amazing resource on how to stream. And, um, everybody on that discord was incredibly helpful in answering questions. And, um, cause there's a lot there, you know, what do you, what do you need software wise? What kind of computer works best? What components in a computer work best? What cameras do you need? What, t- how do you handle capturing audio? How do you mount the cameras? How do you, you know, read chat while you play all these different aspects that a lot of people don't consider. And then everything that you see on screen for anybody's channel is, is made, you know, Twitch doesn't exactly just give you like templates or anything. Every, every icon, visual graphic, everything is kind of custom made. So there was a lot there and I just, I dove right in and, and loved it. And of course I, I was just like everybody else. I bought some equipment and realized I needed to upgrade that and improve that. So, um, there's, yes, there's been a financial investment, but, um, it's, it hasn't been as bad as I thought originally, but it's, uh, once you get everything set up, it's it's really not that bad, but uh, it can be kind of daunting to dive in for sure compared to podcasting. Well, and that's one of the big benefits, I think, of uh, of being a part of uh, the network like the Pinball Network, TPN, mm-hmm. is that you do have this resource of of like minded individuals, you know, in, in, in this case, streamers who are, you know, up and rolling and are more than willing to share their their specific setups, all the gear, give you lots of tips, um, you know, help you on the programming side. I mean, there's no end in the discords that I've seen of of people bending over backwards to help new streamers, people that have questions. You know, it's it is quite something, and it and and I think the camaraderie in you know within the network is again one of one of its big benefits. Uh, yeah, I 100% agree. The only challenge with that though is you know TPN. We were we were invited into TPN, and so I I already kind of had to establish my podcast or establish my stream before I joined that group, which is amazing. But that's where I think it's amazing that there are discords out there like Buffalo Pinball, Game Time Television. Um, Carl with IE Pinball or Don't Panic Flip that are very open and welcoming to anybody, you know, any anybody that's completely new to the hobby or anything like that. Um, so that was those people are like those groups are absolutely incredible for the for the people that are just starting from scratch. And I and I've tried to be very open with that. You know, if there's any any time that I stream, it's hey, if there's anything I can do for you, you know, find me on Twitch, message me on Twitch, or email me at just another pinball at gmail.com. And I've had people reach out and, and ask questions about 
streaming gear and other stuff. And, and I'm, I'm happy to help them through it. Well, I, I just find it fascinating. The whole, the whole medium of streaming, I guess. Um, and there's so much going on these days in the online, you know, live space of pinball streaming, you know, even though I think pinball itself is very much still trying to find its way, you know, within this medium, um, uh, if you haven't gone on to Twitch, uh, you know, I'd highly recommend going on just to check out what's happening, in, you know, not only in the world of pinball, but just in in the online space, the live online space, which is what Twitch is all about versus something like YouTube. Um, everything on Twitch is 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 live. And of course, after those live events that typically what will happen is the, the streamers will post those up on demand. So you can go back and, and typically watch, uh, you know, a library of of somebody's streams. So, you know, it's it's definitely very entertaining. I I have felt that n- not to be too critical, but there are there are a lot of pinball streamers out there. Some of them good, some of them not so good, I would say. And I love pinball. And so, whenever I'm watching these streams, I'm watching them kind of with two minds. One is how does their pinball setup look look? Can you see the the table? You know, just the basic elements. Can you see the score? Can you see the table? Can you see the person's face? How how good is the how good is the resolution? And then beyond all that, that lasts about five minutes typically. And I'm like, okay, I've seen that. Great. I've seen a few shots. Great. Yep, they can play. And then it's like, okay, what's happening in the chat? That's a different element versus versus a lot, you know, a lot of the just a video on demand is that you've got this live chat rolling which is another way to you in, that you can engage. And then, of course, the streamer is uh, guiding that chat typically or interacting with that chat, which adds an ele- another element. But, you know, some people are better at that than others. And so there's a whole sort of entertainment side to, to, the, to a lot of these streams that I just find fascinating, you know. And, and again, some people do it better than, than others, obviously. Some people technically are better than others, so their stream looks better. And so I really do think pinball, you know, in itself is is still really feeling its way within this medium. And it's a great time to go on and to get involved, to either do a stream or to be a part of a stream and interact with a stream, because typically there's not as there's not as many people watching them as, say, a live DJ or some of the live musical events that are that are on those channels. Um, or on that space where you have hundreds of streamers, good luck interacting in the chat. You know, a lot of the pinball chats, they're they're well well under a hundred for for a lot of them, um, except for Jack Danger, of course. And and so that gives you a lot of opportunity, in my opinion, to interact not only with the streamer but with other people in the chat. I think it's a ton of fun. I, I just think it's a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I I kind of realized that earlier on. I, I feel like when it comes to a pinball stream, there's kind of three parts and. And uh, you either have you have your like technical uh, ability, so how good does the stream look or sound? You have your kind of entertainment ability. How how good are you at at enter- entertaining or communicating or you know carrying chat? And then the last is like pinball skill. And and I I joke around that I have two of the three. I, I don't have the pinball skill, but I feel like I do well with the other two, and that's enough to keep people watching. Hopefully. Um, but I do, you know, when you look at some of the streamers out there, we have some, there are some of the, you know, the top players in the world that stream and sure there's, they're 
like a good a good example and i'm not trying to tear him down but like escher escher's technically his stream is not that impressive like he he needs more light there's other things that he could do to improve the quality of his stream but nobody would argue that he isn't one of the best players in the world so he's still entertaining to watch because what he can do with pinball is way more you know impressive than what i can do or what a lot of people can do and so he can draw in some people just because of that skill while there are other people that you know people tune in every single week not even really to see them play a game play the pinball machine it's because they want to they're there for the banter they're there for the camaraderie they're there for the other things that they have going on in the background or interacting with and um, which is awesome. And, and that's what is definitely unique about pinball streaming more so than streaming like a video game, you know, call of duty, you, anybody that's streaming call of duty basically has the video game, you know, full screen with their little face in the corner. And there's, that's it. They're just focusing on playing the game. Um, and I know when it comes to engaging with chat, I've found that, you know, when you have 30 people in chat, you can usually have a really good dialogue going there and a constant conversation you look at these, some of these big streamers that have thousands of people in the chat, it's impossible to have a conversation with, with the chat. So I, I'm actually feel very fortunate that I love, I love the chat and I love that in, in engagement, but I realize you know, if pinball really ever got huge, I feel like that would be an aspect that I'd really, really miss actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think because there's so much pioneering going on in the, in the pinball world right now, that it is a great time to be on these streams uh, because even if you go over to Jack Danger's stream, you, you, the stream is just f- flying by. And even if you say something, the chance he, he's either A, going to see it or B, that, that the person that you're trying to interact with is going to see it is, you know, is impossible. You really have to, you're either watching the chat stream or you're watching what's happening on, you know, on the play field or you know, if you're watching a video game, watching on the, you know, the, the video game itself, you can't often do mm-hmm. both. And, you know, I think that's why it's so interesting right now in pinball is that you can actually be doing both at the same time. And the interaction, I just think, is way deeper than it is on these larger, larger streams that are going on. right. Now. A thousand percent. Yeah, you're totally right. And that's why I that's what's kind of tough, though, about Twitch is is it's all about timing. You know, you got to make sure that you're available to watch this, watch it during the stream. It's hard to to really enjoy it as much as you could if you're watching it after the after the fact. And and, and we have streamers out there, um, you know, don't panic Flip with George or Manu or some others that are that are doing some really cool redemption stuff where, you know, depending on what you type or what you use your channel points for, you know, you're basically interacting with the stream and, and you don't see that at all on, on other platforms or other types of streams, you know, that type of interaction. And, and I do realize, you know, I, it's, it's amazing what Jack does and, and the amount of engagement and interaction that he has with the, the viewers. But the truth is typically chat is kind of carrying on the conversation themselves because so many people are watching and Jack's just kind of peeking out at it and kind of jumping in every once in a while, um, which is, I understand there's, it's just impossible to, to, to play a game and, you know, fully interact with a chat and never miss a single sentence. Um, if you have, you know, a hundred plus people watching. Yeah. And it's interesting too, to me that there's a guy like Jack danger, the pro side of what he does is that he is kind of a character in in himself, right? So people are there to watch him, carry on and entertain people 
you know, with a pinball machine. He even does streams with no pinball machine, of course, where he does, you know, DJ work or he's just chatting. And he still gets a ton of people, again, because of his personality. There are people beyond Jack Danger that technically have, in my opinion anyway, they have better sound, they've got a better uh, video setup, better overlays, better better redemption stuff. So again, I just think it's like like you were saying, there's so many different aspects to to this particular medium that people can either do well or not do well in you know what i mean and and still carry on and and so there's jack um it's because of his personality again in my opinion that uh that attracts so many viewers time time and time again and as well as you know what once once you sort of get some momentum you just get followers and and away you go yeah i a hundred percent uh a hundred percent i've realized now like, sure, if there's a new game that comes out, typically I'll hop onto somebody's stream and I don't really care who it is. You know, I, if it's a game I haven't seen, you know, I'll, I'll watch anybody stream it just because I, I really care about the game. But when it comes to what I want to tune in consistently, uh, usually the game doesn't, you know, it's kind of an afterthought. I, I'm tuning in more for who the person is in the chat and that that interaction and what they're doing. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's amazing when you look at Twitch, there are so many other people streaming so many other different things. And and realistically, they probably are getting more views than what we're getting in pinball. But that's fine. You know, I I, I think it's it's a fun little community that we have that's so amazing and so supportive. And, um, you know, I know with Twitch to become an affiliate, which is what you have to do for you to actually get any sort of bits or subs or anything like that, you have to have 50 followers. And I when I first started streaming, I was like Googling how to, how to, you know, good ways to get followers. And it's amazing. All these websites, you know, these are for the Minecraft players and the Call of Duty players. There's all these suggestions and and ways to do it. And, you know, saying, Hey, don't worry, it's probably going to take a while and just keep going and you'll get there kind of thing. Um, I got 50 followers in, in just a few weeks. It was like three weeks. And it was because everybody that followed, while I was streaming, I would thank them and they're like, hey, I just follow pinball. You know, they they just this because this community is such the size that it is, they're basically there are people that, hey, if I see a new pinball streamer, I'm going to follow them because I just want, you know, I want to support that community. I want to support the people that are doing this and I want more pinball streams to watch. And I thought that was that was amazing to see that early on how supportive this community is, which is incredible. It is, you know, the pinball community in general, it, it never ceases to amaze me, actually, that that people come together so readily and are so supportive of generally of other people within the um, within the hobby. I mean, of course, you always get some some negative folks out there as you do anytime. But for the most part, it is an incredibly supportive uh, community and uh, just a ton of fun to uh, to belong to. Let's talk about some of our maybe favorite streamers or streamers of note. And, and of course, there are a ton of streamers these days uh, out there in in the pinball community. This year, in particular, I think, because people were spending more time at home, because live events were generally canceled, I think that that probably spurred on a number of people to get into the streaming streaming world. So let's talk about a few here. And our apologies if we're not mentioning you. Watching streams is kind of like watching TV. You tend to go back to the channels that you like first before you go wandering. And, um, and then sometimes there's not a lot of time to wander at any given time. So if we don't mention you here, it's not, not because we're not... Uh, 
we're not trying to be supportive of what you're doing. Mention a few here, Joel. If I if I miss a few that 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 I haven't watched or that uh, that you're into. So of course we've got your stream, like we've been talking about, which is just another pinball stream. So what are you up to in terms of followers, Joel? If you don't mind me asking, are you uh, have you crossed the the hundred hundred follower mark? Yeah, yeah. I actually just last week crossed two fifty. So I was really 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 happy with that. Uh, 250 and and it's i mean it's it's pretty great i i am feel incredibly fortunate for the people that have that have hopped into my stream i you know i i do realize there are streamers out there that are that stream almost every day and uh or stream multiple different things besides pinball and to me i mean i have two small children and and the deal with my wife was i get wednesday night wednesday night is my night to do you know whatever i need to and and that's what you know, I typically stream Eastern Standard Time from 10 o'clock until midnight or one. Um, so I'm really only consistently streaming one night a week. And I'm, I'm very fortunate with that, that to get, you know, the followers that I've had, even even though I'm only streaming at that time, I try to throw a stream in maybe on a Friday night or Saturday night if I got some free time. But you said that I, I, I think it's you're totally right that the time zone is a big issue. And uh, so a lot of the people that watch me stream and a lot of the streams that I watch are actually like West Coast streamers, because, you know, 10 o'clock my time, maybe whatever, six, seven o'clock their time. And then what I think is funny is the later that I stream into the night, all of a sudden I'm getting people from like Australia or New Zealand hopping in stream, which is, uh, I think, awesome. I think it's hilarious. So unfortunately, there are there are streamers out there that that they may be streaming, you know, six, seven o'clock Eastern time. And I just I'm busy, you know, wrangling two kids at the time. So there, there, there are challenges there. So what else we got here? We've got the Mystery Pinball Theater 3000, uh, who, who, who typically goes by MPT3K. And that's uh, Manu over there. Yeah, man, he's got quite the following and has quite a um, an entertaining setup on his stream, doesn't he? His stream is actually when I think of his stream, I, I believe it or not, I, I don't even really think about pinball. Like he's that guy is a, a wizard when it comes to his video and audio and visuals. What he has, the redemptions he has, the interactions that he has with the chat. Um, one of his big things, the MPT3K, is kind of a playoff mystery uh, science theater, which is you know this show of this guy and two robots heckling. Uh, you know, old movies. And he started to bring that that aspect into his stream where, you know, every once in a while, he's like, all right, let's go into the theater. And now all of a sudden, we're watching a clip of a movie. And, and usually he grabs two or three people from chat. And all of a sudden, people are heckling it. I mean, it's, it's so entertaining. You know, that's nothing to do with pinball. But it's you're right. It's so entertaining. I've been on the stream where he does that yeah. a few times. It is hilarious. Again, this is what I'm talking about, about, uh, you know, a personality and um, somebody who's thinking a little bit beyond just the pinball machine that we've all seen a, b- a billion times. And of course, which got us into the hobby. But he's, you know, there's, he's thinking beyond that and has really added all these different elements to try and entertain, interest mm-hmm. you, uh, keep you there watching, right? Uh, the other thing I find fascinating about what Manu does is that he also plays on virtual tables and mechanical pinball tables. And he kind of goes back and forth depending depending on the night, which which I, I think is fantastic as well, because I don't typically see a lot of virtual pinball, you know, in my world. 
And so I'm always fascinated to see how good the virtual tables are looking and getting and, and how different they are in some ways to mechanical tables, you know, with all their animations and, and different sound effects and stuff, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. It's what, what he provides is he provides a lot of variety. I mean, I know there are plenty of people that have large collections, let's say over 10 machines, but at the same time, that's it. And, and with his virtual pen, I mean, he's got access to hundreds of machines or machines that aren't even real. And then Manu does an amazing job at, he does on location streaming as well. So, um, when it, you know, when you tune into him, you really don't know what machine you're going to see that night. And, uh, it's been really cool, even if it's on a virtual table to see some of these pinball machines that I don't think anybody owns or even cares to own because it's like a pretty lame title, but it's still cool to see him stream it because you want to see, well, what are the shots and how does it play and whatnot? So um, he's got a lot. He's got a lot going on for sure. I'm not sure on the virtual side, I've seen him play the same damn game twice. I mean, it's again, like you said, he's got such a library there and it's one of the fascinating things or elements, I think, about that virtual pinball world is that, you know, you do have more at your fingertips to you know, in terms of a catalog, uh, which is one of its, I'm sure one of its big benefits is that you got one machine and and you can have dozens and dozens and dozens of table setups, right? So yeah, I've actually, once I realized that once I started streaming and realizing, you know, it'd be, it's like, man, it'd be nice to have a few more games to stream just to mix it up every once in a while. I was actually quite jealous of his setup, just because yeah, he's he's got all the options in the world to, to jump on there and play whatever he wants that night. So it's it's really well done. He, he is one streamer that if you only got a five minutes to check out, he would definitely be one of them just in terms of getting your feet wet, I, I believe, in the medium. Let's talk about some other folks here too. There's, there's uh, let's talk about Anna and Rebecca over at Hot Nudge because they, they bring some different aspects to it. Of course, they're both women and they have very interesting overlays usually as well that are generally hand-drawn, I believe, by Rebecca. And Again, they do a great job of bantering with the viewership. They're they're a little, I don't know how long they've been streaming, but they aren't as technical as some of the other streamers in terms of their lighting and, and their rig setup. Although I, I will say it is getting better every time I tune in. I'm like, okay, they got this, they got that. That's looking good. They did a hilarious New Year's special, which was a lot of fun to tune into as well. So they're definitely worth checking out. Again, as much for their personality as anything, and it's all always very entertaining and and fun to be a part of that chat yep i totally agree they stream earlier than i normally watch so i've only caught them a few times but yes very entertaining um that's one thing that with streaming there are a few streamers that have like two people they have two people on stream and you automatically get really good dialogue you get really good banter you get really good inter- interaction with the chat because one person can be playing while the other person is looking at chat and reading out things, and um, they do all that very, very well. So they're actually one of the the kind of the fastest growing channels right now uh, with streaming, which is awesome. Uh, we need we need more women in this hobby, and we need more people streaming. And and I just I love their energy, and they're very entertaining to watch for sure. Speaking of duos, we've got the folks over at Game Time Television, Leslie and Ryan, aka Rod Dog, who. Uh, who have a hilarious stream as well. I, I'd say in terms of just pure hilarity, they they would probably be right up near the top because sometimes they're playing pinball, other times they're just sitting on their couch and playing video games. 
And it's just a fascinating look into their lives. Sometimes they order food online and have it delivered. I mean, they do all sorts of wacky things over the over their time period. Were you there when when um, when Raw Dog lit the lit the playing card on fire in their kitchen? It was <laughs> unfortunately no, I wasn't. But I I will say, I mean, one of the best things in my opinion of 2020 is finding and personally finding. Leslie and Ryan, um, you know, funny stories there. Uh, Leslie, who's her Twitch name is El Rucco. She hopped on my chat once. And at the end, you know, I, I finished up the stream and I just said, you know, see everybody. And, and I see pop up El Rucco said, see ya. And I was like, uh, you know, later, man. Nice, nice seeing you thinking El Rucco L Spanish is a, is a male version. And she <laughs> writes, not a dude, but it's okay. And I felt terrible. Like I was like, <gasps> and, and, you know, I like apologized and realized she had already logged off. And so like in my mind, El Rucco was this like, like this mystery person of like, I, when is, when is she, when is she going to hop back on? Like, because I feel this need to apologize, you know? And, and it was a while later, I feel like it was a few weeks later. And the moment I saw her in chat, I like mentioned that, like, I am so sorry. And of course she had not remembered it and we kind of laughed. And, and then I, realized she was part of game time television. So I started watching them more and I've realized like Ryan is, you know, rod dog. He's, he's like my brother from another mother. He is the, he is so funny. Uh, I'm part of their game time television discord and um, they have been huge supporters of my stream. They hop in and they're showing me nothing but love. And um, I, there was one random Saturday afternoon. I saw they were streaming and I hopped on Twitch and I, and I, Nicole happened to be in the room and I was like, Nicole, watch this. And I just typed in, I was like, Hey guys, that's all I said. And the two of them like erupted and Ryan's like, Joel's in here. Oh my gosh. I love Joel. I love Joel. And Nicole's looking at me like, what is going on? You know, what did you do to these people? You know, kind of thing. And I just thought it was so funny because she was so confused at why two people would react to, you know, uh, Hey guys. And, uh, I can't say enough good things about them. They are hysterical, very entertaining. Um, they are hysterical. They're they're like right out of a TV or a movie set, you know, the two of them. And uh, and you know, it. And sometimes I'm watching. I'm like, God damn it, this is the life I wanted, you know, or the life I remember <laughs> for kids. You know, I was like, yeah. God, you're sitting around with your lady, and you know, you're shooting the shit, you're playing video games, you're ordering fast food, and you know that. Anyway, they just have a very carefree, easygoing vibe about like it's I, I believe they're out in California, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah. They just have that vibe yeah. about them, right? Where they're very chill. Sometimes they stream they're streaming from their bed. I mean, <laughs> it's quite they're the best. It's quite amazing. It's, it's, once again, it's a stream that it's it's kind of like MTPT three K. Like when I think of them, I don't even really think about pinball. I just think I about two people that I wish lived closer so I could hang out with them, you know. Uh awesome people yeah it's like again i i just think they're like right out of a of a movie set the two of them are just hysterical and uh always an amusing time tuning into their stuff and they stream multiple times a week too which is the other great thing about their schedule is that it's you know it's it's sometimes it's seemingly random i'm sure they do certain days where for sure they're on here here and here but but i'm not paying too much attention to people's schedules and i just see them pop up multiple times a week oh yeah um at different times and different whatever so anyway very entertaining then you got the people let's talk about carl d'angelo a little bit because he deserves a little bit of a banter well at ie pinball 
I'm going to call him one of the most technically proficient guys out there and has done a ton of stuff to support the pinball hobby in terms of supporting online competitive events um, in, in Pin Clash and, uh, and, is, and is extremely, extremely supportive, a fantastic pinball player in his own right. So it's always entertaining to watch him in terms of what he's doing with, with the pinball machine. And he's got tons of tips and tricks uh, for any table that he's on. He posts tons of video afterwards so you can see and kind of analyze what he's doing. And I find this with, um, with, with the really good pinball players. You want to go back sometimes and watch exactly what they did and, and how they did it. Because sometimes these things happen so fast and they make it look so goddamn easy. You're like, oh yeah, I could do that. And then you actually step up to the thing and you're like, how the fuck did they do that? And you have to go watch watch a bunch of times before you can actually figure it out. Yeah, Carl is he is the complete package when it comes to a pinball stream because he his stream there's always people in it. It's a very engaging stream. He's very good at that. He's also beyond skilled. I mean, he it is the fact that the, what he has streamed a lot this year has been these wizard mode challenges. You know, some of these wizard modes in, in pinball machines are stuff that nobody sees. And not only is he seeing them, he's trying to conquer. I mean, he's trying to do it as quickly as possible. I mean, a perfect example is uh, Simpsons Pinball Party. I had owned that game one time. And the, to get to the final wizard mode is truly, it just seems unachievable to most mere mortals. And um, he did it in like two days. He had the machine. And, and so that's what his, his streams are some of the only streams that I will watch after like I, I have no problem watching one of Carl's streams when it's not live and watch it on YouTube because that's what he that's when he saves, you know, when he actually completes these wizard modes. So beyond impressive. And then technically, when I started streaming, I, I have a TNA total nuclear annihilation. And I remember watching him stream that. And I was I had some questions about how he did a direct capture with the with the display in the back box and i messaged him on instagram of all places that was i had followed him on instagram and it was like 10 minutes later he messaged me back sent me links to what he used exactly how to do it i mean i'm a i was a nobody and i'm still a nobody but he just without even hesitation yeah. sent me that information and i bought exactly what he used plugged it all in and it worked perfect. such a nice i mean guy. i oh yeah nothing but love for carl you know and ray day uh raymond davidson of course he's got his own streaming channel called ray day pinball he's kind of the same way right where he's so fascinating to watch on that on that pinball machine and that's where he really brings it and again if you've got questions about how he's doing stuff he he'll stop and he'll explain exactly you know how he got there what the be, you know what the best way to get to certain modes are i've explained on on this show a bunch of times how he's helped me many times with my with my antics and has no problem uh you know the same thing like when i had that fucking problem where i was uh, where i loaded up the wrong code onto my thing yeah. the guys in the middle of a stream and he's messaging me i mean geez. oh yeah you know, like, yeah, uh, so just unbelievable, you know, how supportive uh, some of these some of these guys are. And, you know, there's a guy like uh, like uh, Raymond Davidson, the, the number one pinball player in the world. Like he do you expect that guy to be like, I'm not, ta you know, if, if you're not either my employer or like my best friend, I'm yeah. like, I'm not answering. Yeah. Like, Who the hell are you? Right. And there he is. You know, I'm asking him a question. He's like, yeah, no problem. Do this. Have you tried that? You know, sorry to hear you have problems. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's unbelievable. I would say, I mean, maybe this is a broad statement, but I would say almost any, you know, quote unquote pinball celebrity, believe it or not, in this hobby is ex extremely accessible. And uh, and yeah, Ray Day is an amazing guy. I know when he started streaming for TPN, I started watching him. 
And uh, believe it or not, I actually made him two or three layouts in um, in for Twitch because I reached out to him. And I just said, hey, like I did graphic design for an undergrad. And so I it's like this is the number one pinball player in the world. And his stream could be so much better if it looked just a little better. And so I, I made him two or three layouts. And since I made him those, he started doing, you know, kind of editing those or kind of doing his own. So that's improved. I actually redesigned his logo for him just because it's, you know, the guy's been super nice and helpful to me. So I'm happy to help him. And uh, I'm, I'm, I love seeing his uh, stream grow and, and it looks better and better um, as it goes on. And He's doing more more interesting redemptions and uh, and he does not only pinball stuff but he goes and does old school yeah rare 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 games he's all about rareware yep you know a lot of a lot of super NES stuff um, you know so so which you wouldn't expect right because there's the number one pinball player in the world and he's playing video games sometimes some nights you know yeah and having a blast hundred percent so hilarious who else do we want to talk about here there's the folks over at fliptronic rebecca who goes by becca typically and jordan again another hilarious couple who sometimes stream multiple times a week and do a great job interacting with their audience like we were talking about they were on last night for new year's eve and it, it's it's just hilarious watching those two rebecca is going a mile a minute she, she never stops talking and she's, extre- you know, interacting with the chat stream and razzing Jordan and, you know, Jordan's, he, Jordan's just so calm, right? All, yeah. all the time. It's just hilarious in his, uh, in his own way. So again, a very entertaining couple to watch on Twitch and, uh, and worthy of some time for sure. They, they even did that, um, that, uh, new year zoom chat with, yeah. uh, with, streamers or whoever wanted to join them right they just kind of threw out an open invitation and they said hey if you want to join us you know i think it was mostly within the within the tpn world but i i just and they had a ton of people on there yeah that was a lot of fun and yes they're they're a fantastic couple and i'm envious because the the way that they stream is basically one person plays a complete game so all three balls when the other so that person could just focus on playing pinball and the other person focuses more on chat and that that actually works really really well um, cause then you can focus while you play and, uh, they're both talented players and sure Becca and Jordan seem very opposite, but once you see, you know, once you actually see them in discord, like Jordan's funny, he, oh, he yeah. throws out a lot of really funny comments and, um, and they are doing very creative stuff with their stream. You know, like recently, I don't know, I think it was Jordan's idea, decided to get an embroidery machine. And so they've been on this kick to start making, making patches. <laughs> Yeah, so they have like a separate camera just showing the embroidery machine going the whole time, which is awesome. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. I, it is so brilliant. And again, you know, that fascinates me. So I'm like, shit, I'm going to go back and watch them do patches and do all sorts of fucking shit yeah. that they do with their cats. And, you know, it's just, again, it's just wacky, sometimes wacky stuff that they that they get into. Uh, you know, last night during uh, during New Year's Eve, you know, Rebecca's showing, showing everybody her cat tattoos and Again, it's just very funny, personable, entertaining stuff, which is which is uh, again just kind of keeps you coming back and and makes you want to again makes you happy to support them, right? When they're when folks are putting in that type of uh, energy and are putting themselves out there in that way, because you really are getting kind of little snapshots into into people's lives when when someone's streaming for hours at a time, you can't help but 
get to know them in, in you know in different aspects of their life over time and they do a great job of opening themselves up and uh and allowing people to see in there you know another guy who does it ver- that very well is george over at don't panic flip as well right yeah like another guy who again very technical very supportive of the community a uh, super nice guy and does some enter very entertaining stuff in his own right uh, with DJs and just again a, a, a wacky cast of characters who sometimes stop by his place to to play pinball right absolutely yeah George is is a true ambassador for pinball I mean he is uh, he's incredibly entertaining um, very personable I mean his Discord I would I would suggest to everybody even if you're not streaming. Join the Don't Panic Flip Discord. Um, that it's just continued pinball conversation in the background. Um, but he was the biggest, in, you know, help to me when I first started streaming uh, on a personal level. And his streams always look amazing. He takes great pride in how good the layout and everything looks. Um, and to be honest, I mean, he's a very good player. So um, it's easy to watch him play. And I mean, he beats a lot of the machines he streams, but then, yeah, he has a bunch of his friends that stream with him, And, and that's kind of fun to see because you can then see a whole bunch of different levels, you know, of, of really skilled, a really skilled player play, you know, a pretty good player. And then like, you know, a novice player. And, uh, that, that I find that, you know, to be honest, if there's a brand new machine, sometimes it's hard to watch Carl play it because Carl D'Angelo or watch, um, Ray Day play it because, you know, it's so easy for him, but, um, you know, I kind of, I would rather see, you know, a middle of the road streamer sometimes, um, stream things just because that, that would, that represents how I play. So yeah, George is, uh, is fantastic. Let's not forget the folks over at Flipping Out Pinball with Bill Webb and uh, and Steve Beatty and and friends because they, they often have you know previously it was it was Ken Cromwell of course but in in Ken's, Ken's absence now they they sometimes have um, friends or pinball personalities that stop by for a game as well again these guys are are starting to become veterans as well at doing this and always very entertaining to watch I love their setup that they have that studio that Steve has I believe it's in steve's house i don't know i just love the look of it like the i love the lighting the brick background all the tables lined up there it's just a great setup i like how they have kind of like a stand-up table like a bar in the back where they have the microphones and stuff and then they step up to the table when they go to play again i think it adds a certain dynamic there that that you don't see on other streams where they're just constantly standing at their tables. You know, they're in the foreground, they're in the background. So these guys are, are, are like I said, they are one of the more polished streams out there as well and do a great job of, uh, of entertaining the viewers, you know? Yeah, no, flipping out, they, they, do, a, they do a lot w- well. And um, for one thing, they usually are streaming one of the newest machines. So that's kind of one of my go-to places to see you know, hey, like when Led Zeppelin come, you know, when they get a hold of that, which will probably be whatever next week, I would assume really, really soon, they'll have one and they'll stream it. And that's typically because Zach, you know, flipping out is is sharing it with them. Um, so it's always nice because they're typically always streaming one of the newer machines. But they they're they essentially have like a kind of a talk show going on with pinball, you know, going on as well. And and they do an exceptional job of uh, engaging with chat. You typically have a, a decent turnout, like a larger turnout of people because a lot of people are hopping in there to see the new machine. And so you typically have a very active chat and you have people sitting there in front of mics ready to engage and question and throw questions out there and, and have those conversations with chat. So um, they only stream on Mondays and typically they stream earlier than I'm available. But there's been a few times that I've 
you know, kind of told Nicole, like, Hey, I, I need to wa- yeah, like, I need about 30 minutes right now. Cause I need to watch this or I'll be, like I said, chasing a kid, but have my phone out just cause I want to see one of the newer games or see what people are saying about it. Sometimes those guys can be the first to actually stream a new title and, or, uh, sometimes they're, they, they can be some of the first people to get the designers to come on the show and, and, and talk about, uh, recent releases, um, so they got a lot of scoops sometimes that other streamers don't get when these guys start to make the rounds or when new tables come out. So. Correct. Yeah, they're, they're in Chicago. So it's kind of a perfect case scenario that, you know, Zach's driving up there from Indiana where he's at to pick up games. You know, he basically can just swing by the the studio, drop off a game um, and they're going to stream it for him. And uh, and because they're close to both now Jersey Jack and um, Stern, they you know, there's connections there and, and yeah, it's, they, they've got a lot, they're, they're in the perfect location to do what they do. Let's talk about who else can we talk about out there? Cause like I said, there, there are tons of streamers out there and our apologies again, if we're not spending as much time talking about everybody, let's talk about our own Dr. John, who's of course on the pinball show with me as one, as the spooky, did I say spooky? Cor- yeah. He's the spooky correspondent. He, he does. I love his acronym is of shit, which is, yeah. Spooky Haggis industry talk. Um, so he does Spooky and Haggis pinball typically. And he does a little stream with his daughter, Emily, from Australia. Sadly, you know, he here's an example of a stream that I would I would love to watch more of live. Um, but typically he's on either. I, I think typically he's on when I am sleeping <laughs> or he, yeah. comes, he goes very early in the morning when, you know, when when I'm trying to get to work or whatever. Right. He's he's been on sometimes that way as well. So he's kind of streaming at night their time, I believe. Yeah, no, I've I've caught him randomly. Like, yeah, it's always in the middle of the day for us. And I agree. I wish it was. I wish I had the ability to watch him more. Um, typically, he always buys like LEs. So he has just he has beautiful machines. He buys. He has a beautiful collection. Uh, and he's funny. He's a funny guy to watch. So these goddamn Aussies are hilarious. I, I yes. find <laughs> Australians. I don't know if it's just the, if the accent starts it off by being just very, very witty and funny. And and again, they they just all have a great sense of humor and way about them. I, I again, I wish I could watch more of the Australian streamers because I know there's a bunch. I think I believe Martin um, and Ryan C. Do they do those guys stream from head to head? I think Martin does it. Yeah, they, yeah, I think it's what, like Melvern Silverball, yes. I think is what it's called. Yes. But it, it, he's another one that, like, I've never seen him stream because it's, uh, they're the Australian streamers. Like, I, they're just, they're streaming at a time that I, yeah, I'm either asleep or, you know, early in the morning or working. It just, I don't have the ability. And because uh, we have, um, uh, what's their name on TPN? It's We Love Pinball or something. Mm. Um, they they stream all the time like that's one thing it's interesting to me is during the workday i'll get a notification that they're streaming and whatever i'm thinking like why who's streaming at whatever one o'clock in the afternoon i realize well it's you know these guys are in germany and they're streaming and it's their evening so oh okay that makes sense yeah and it's hilarious too just to hear them talk and then you know they banter around with everybody and again everybody it, it's amazing to me when i have been on some more international streams how supportive everybody is here are some other ones that i haven't watched a ton of but i think are worth checking out there's one ipod one pinball have you checked out this this stream before uh just a few times because they stream usually earlier in the in the evening and i know they're both very skilled players and they do some on location streaming so 
they they mix it up a lot on what all their what all they're streaming yeah and they're great players in their own right and they play a lot of older titles as well that you don't necessarily get to see a lot of and of course there's other ones like what the flip um that's mm-hmm. another another one i haven't watched a ton of i can't even, i couldn't even tell you who the host is of that I, i'm i'm embarrassed to say even though they're part of tpn and there's the other one who is i i think pr- probably my uh the one that i want to watch the most that i haven't watched much of is laser loss have you or los yeah laser loss yeah he's got who is that he's got a great he's got a great situation going because he um it's one of the distributors over and i think he's in ohio so this distributor has a ton of games and so i he just has some deal worked out with them of like hey you, you you have all these games can i stream them and he streams it's almost every day if not every day and so what's neat with him is uh super chill guy great personality um very good at entertaining and being engaged with chat but because he has access to so many games i mean it's you never know what you're gonna see when you hop on um and so he's he streams old games new games everything um so yeah he's he's one of those if you're watching if you hop on almost any weeknight there's a good chance it doesn't matter how late he he streams whenever he wants. Uh, so definitely worth hopping in. This is another guy who's uh, who's also doing um, video games from time to time as well, and um, does a ton in the in the way of emotes and um, yeah. redemptions and stuff as well. Um, yeah, very entertaining. What is his name? I just always see him hop in as Los. I mean, that's what everybody always says. I I actually have no idea what his name is. I know he, he played, he was part of Pin Clash and he was grooving. Anytime we were when we were watching Pin Clash and he was up, he had his he had his headphones on and he was rocking out. And I actually asked him because he hopped into my stream, I said, uh, what were you what were you listening to during Pin Clash? You know, what is your like time to focus music? And his answer was Space Jam remixes. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that was so great. Um, not at all what I expected him to say, but Um, It's so, you know, I never could understand before I owned a a pinball uh, machine myself, I never really understood why pinball players would listen to music while they were playing pinball. Because I I thought like, you're missing so much a part of the game by by playing it that way. And then once I got my own machine, and I I thought, you know, I'm just going to try this, I'm going to try putting on headphones or have loud music in the background, so I can't hear the actual table or as well. And I'll be damned if I didn't start playing fucking better. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. when, when you start to know a table, right, and know the game, you don't need to hear the callouts and the and the cues as much. You know, you can kind of. It. it I, I found the music kind of helps get my um, energy level up a little bit, and so my response times started to become better. Not not all the time, but but a lot of the time, I I think I play better listening to music than I do listening to the table itself sure yeah there's been a few games that i've done that you know when when i realized the the sound effects are aren't really adding to the experience but there's some other like tna i would never play music over tna you know the music is a big part of that um but there are other games absolutely or you know when i own the hobbit like i never played music over that just because the 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 music ad added so much this you know it seemed like it it made huge effect on just that immersion um 
But I, I know from a competitive standpoint, you know, these competitive players, they don't they don't care at all what's going on with the DMD or whatnot. You know, they just they know what they need to do. I needed to hit this shot, then this shot, then this shot, then this shot. So if music can kind of calm them or take them out of the moment and so that they don't, you know, overthink things, then yeah, I, it always surprised me to see that early on, but now I, I understand why you would do it. So the the last streamer that I'd love to mention is is it's actually more than just one, but it's it's Buffalo Pinball. Buffalo Pinball in general, they are incredibly entertaining to watch. There are multiple people, you know, Rudy Soup, Nick Lane will stream for them, Kevin Manny, uh, or Skip Natty. I mean, there's there's multiple people. They stream multiple nights. And um, they were some of the first streamers that I really dove into. Kevin does an exceptional job with his layouts. He's typically streaming some of the newer games. He's very engaging with chat, a skilled player, but um, very technically, you know, impressive stream. Then you have Rudy Soup, who's just hilarious, you know, an amazing personality to watch him play and engage with. And then you have like Skip Natty. Skip Natty is one of those people. I started watching him a bunch when he had TNA uh, because I have a TNA and he can beat it like without even thinking about it. Um, and just that high level play. Uh, is really impressive and very entertaining to watch. So uh, Buffalo Pinball is, I, I love watching them stream anybody on Buffalo Pinball for sure. Yeah, and it's one of those streams again, because they I, I believe they go a little earlier in the evening, like s- sometimes seven o'clock, which isn't kind of, again, my my prime time for getting on there. So sometimes I just kind of catch the tail end of what they, uh, they do. But you're right, they've been around for so long that I think sometimes they get some exclusive scoops and the, the manufacturers, you know, they're quite well connected with the manufacturers um so i have seen them doing stuff like of course the you know guns and roses and um mm-hmm. and some of the other uh designers will go on there and 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 talk about you know their stuff and 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 they seem to have early access to a lot of these titles um you know during those first production runs sometimes they'll get a an, an early release and uh and then they're able to stream it so um yeah they they're in buffalo new york and uh they have a really good relationship with Jersey Jack. So that's relatively close. And and I, I know that they, yeah, they were able, they had some exclusives there, but um, no, they've done some really good stuff with Jersey Jack. I know early on with COVID, they, they were like streaming against some of the, the coders or the designers of games. And so they did these different kind of speed runs or tests and they had a whole competitive series where it was like every Saturday they were doing those streams or something. And those were incredibly entertaining um, and then their main thing, which they haven't done this year, was uh, the it was the bro show. And it was like every Thursday night they would stream a different game and it was always competitive. It was always against each other. And to see, you know, as a group of four people competing against each other. So they do single matches, then team play, then split flipper. You know, they do all this stuff. So it was that was always very entertaining to see. It was kind of a small taste of competitive people competitive pinball but of a group of friends that were streaming and they would do it every thursday so um i i i didn't realize how much i missed that until now that i thought about it that they they have not done that at all this year yeah you know and so much of what we love about pinball in terms of the the ability to interact with people uh face to face of course has been taken off the table for um for everyone and that's where i find the streaming 
uh, aspect of the hobby has, you know, has done so much, I think, for folks that are yearning to interact with folks, but not able to be there face face to face with with one another. And so I, I do think for as much as it's been difficult this this past year to not have those live events. And of course, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade those live events for anything. It has, I think, propelled the streaming world uh, it's been a bit of a catalyst, I would say, for the streaming world in 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 terms of pinball to to get people. I think more people are looking at it now because there are simply no live events, right, or not many of them around the world, right? In Australia, I think they're starting. But... Yeah, lucky them. Like 2020 has been good. Like for me personally, it's been awesome because I've spent more time, you know, with my collection instead of ever going out and playing anything or playing at friends' house. You know, it's more, what is it about my games that I like? Or what is it about my games that I don't like? And this is why I'm going to sell them. So I think we've been fortunate that this is a hobby that we can, you know, do on our own. It's not like we're doing whatever swimming that we have to go to the Y and swim at a pool or, you know, do a a very social thing of like basketball, uh, you know, where you want to play against other people. But it's been very, it's been a great hobby to, to be able to play by ourselves if you happen to have machines in the basement. But yeah, we all miss that interaction. And I think streaming has blown up because of it, because that's the best play. That's the best way to entertain or engage with other pinball people is uh, on Twitch, really. Yeah. And I, I've been I've been pleasantly surprised at that level of engagement. Um, and the nice thing about it is typically most nights you can you can get that engagement because there are enough streamers now in the pinball world that on any given night you can see you know, one, two, three, four of these folks uh, getting on. And um, and then a lot of people in those chats follow these streamers as well. So you'll typically see a lot of those those names come up in these different streams and you get to, you know, you get to kind of know these people as well, uh, which is which is really interesting, a different a different way to interact with people. Right. Yeah, 100 percent. And I that's where I, I've never been to a pinball show. But I'm going to be very curious that, uh, you know, one of the first ones I go to, I'll be very curious because everybody's seen, you know, people have seen my face or they've heard my voice. But I'm very curious if if somebody walks up to me, you know, at a show and they introduce themselves, I almost feel like they need to introduce themselves as, you know, hey, I'm Leslie, you know, it's El Rucco, you know, that kind of thing, um, which is funny. I know it's like you want people to walk around wearing a T-shirt with their Twitch usernames on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're the... Well, I've tried to do that with some of my viewers that I realize are tuning in every week. You know, like there's a guy named Ramrod who's always in my chat. And I, I'm like, hey, do you if you want me to refer to you as Ramrod every time, I'm fine. But, you know, if you have a first name, his name's Ian. You know, those. so there's a handful of people that I'll be fine with. But, um, yeah, yours is lucky. Yours is C, Bobby. So it's easy to, to know who you are. I did that purposely just to kind of, uh, because I was doing the podcast as well, that I was I was trying to sort of tweak people's attention a little bit just to see if they'd recognize me but i'm i'm so uninspired when it comes to that shit that uh that i was just like oh yeah i'll just use this as my uh as my no it works great yeah and with that ends part one of my 2020 streamers chat with joel engelberth just a quick add-on to our streamers list and shout out to our friend and TPN streamer Nick, aka the Pinsomniac. Nick is not only a fantastic player, but he's got a great looking stream and always has a great chat stream during his show. And as his name suggests, if you're a night owl or live on the West Coast, Pinsomniac is your late night pinball stream fix.
Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to playing you part two of my Just Another Pinball Chat with Joel Engelberth next week. For the Pinball Show Midweek Edition, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side.